Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to r slash am I the jerk where this dad promises his son a brand new car but instead gets him a toy one Am I the jerk for refusing to forgive my dad for breaking our deal? When I, a 17-year-old man, was eight, my parents bought me a piano and signed me up for lessons. I was super excited because I love music. Over time, I kind of became known as the piano guy at school. I play at school concerts, accompany the school jazz choir, and play once a week for the residents at a couple of retirement homes in our town. When I was 15, I started to talk about quitting lessons, and my parents quickly tried to guilt me out of it. I told them I wanted to try other things, and that between piano and studying, I didn't have much time left for other extracurriculars. My dad proposed a deal. If I kept playing and taking lessons until I reached level 10 RCM, Royal Conservatory of Music, and continued to keep my grades up at school, he would buy me a new car of my choice. I jumped at it and we shook hands on the deal. I should explain that my family is well off financially. I have a very privileged life, but I wouldn't say I've been spoiled. If I ever want a luxury item like a new phone or games console, I have to buy it myself with money that I've saved from summer and after school jobs. I should also explain that my dad's big on loopholes. When we compete, he always finds a way to win. And when I do, it doesn't count because of some loophole. It drives me nuts, but he thinks it's hilarious. Whenever I complain about him not playing fair, his answer is always the same. Life isn't fair. So because of our deal, I kept up with my lessons. I spent about one to two hours a day on piano while keeping my grades up. Last summer, I took my level nine RCM exams and passed, fulfilling my part of the deal. I told my dad I'd chosen the BMW X5 plug-in hybrid SUV. A couple of months ago, on my birthday, I came downstairs for breakfast, and my dad told me there was a surprise waiting for me in the garage. I ran out, and sitting in the middle of the floor was a 124th scale toy BMW X5. My dad burst out laughing and said, A deal's a deal, so as promised, here is your brand new BMW. My heart absolutely broke. I asked if he was being serious and he said I couldn't seriously have expected him to buy a 17-year-old a real brand new BMW and that we could discuss getting me a reasonably priced used car. I said we had a deal and I fulfilled my end of it. He said he did too since I never said that the car had to be full-size and drivable. I said he wasn't being fair. His response, life isn't fair. Ever since this happened, I've been distant with my dad. I honestly feel like he betrayed my trust and that he deliberately made a fool out of me. He keeps bringing up the idea of a used car, but I told him I'm not interested, which I admit is kind of petty. I have enough money saved that I can buy a cheap used car myself. And I just feel like if I accept one from him now, it's like saying that breaking his promise didn't matter and that he didn't do anything wrong. So 
Am I the jerk? No, absolutely not. That's not even up for discussion. A promise is a promise. It doesn't matter what he said. If that man, your father, cannot keep his word, then he doesn't deserve your respect. It's as simple as that, in my opinion. How about this? One day when you're older and he wants you to come home for Christmas or something like that, you say, sure, I'll be there. Then just mail him a picture of you and say, oh, there I am. Uh, You didn't specify that I didn't actually have to be there physically. I'm there in spirit in a photo frame. It's a weird analogy. But that's kind of what's going on here, right? Like, you said you'd do something and you use some stupid loophole to get away with it, when in reality, you're just being an idiot. Don't get me wrong, yeah, that is an expensive car for a 17-year-old, but it is also what you said. So how about just don't say it in the first place and don't make empty promises? Am I the jerk for calling my sister cruel for her tattoo idea? My sister is 28 and I'm a 26-year-old man. My sister, Nikki, has always had a strange relationship with our parents, especially my mum. I'm clearly not privy to the reasons because things are fine with me and my parents. When Nikki went to college, she met her creative writing professor as a freshman and they got close immediately. They would do a lot together and work closely on a few different writing projects. Nikki never specifically said this, but it was obvious to anyone who saw them interact that they had a substitute mother-daughter type relationship which hurt my mum a lot to see. I always thought she'd grow out of it or that the prof would move on, but 10 years later, they were still very close. About a month ago, the professor died unexpectedly and it devastated Nikki. She was really depressed over the holidays, which of course was all in front of my mum and was a difficult reminder that Nikki loved the prof as a mother way more than she ever loved my mum as a mother. She still talks to my parents and stuff and they don't fight or anything, but Nikki is very distant and doesn't tell them anything about her life beyond the bare minimum. My mum tried to comfort Nikki, but Nikki was doing her distant thing and didn't want comfort. Something unfortunate that happened to Nikki is that when she got the call that she died, she was brewing tea and in the shock of the news she spilled boiling water on her arm which burned her kind of badly on her wrist i think the burn was like on the borderline of second and third degree and definitely still looked pretty rough during the holidays nikki said it was especially hard because in addition to the physical pain every time she looks at it she's reminded of the moment she found out the prof died which i totally get I was on FaceTime with Nikki and she said she talked to her tattoo artist friend who said that the burn should be able to heal well enough to get a tattoo over it. Nikki then excitedly told me about her idea, which is a type of flower that the prof gave her a bouquet of for her undergrad graduation. My mum was so embarrassed that day because she didn't get Nikki flowers, but the prof did. And Nikki was parading them around so happy and it was a reminder of their connection. I guess Nikki and the prof exchanged these flowers for every special occasion, like birthdays, etc. So now she wants to get a decent tattoo and a highly visible spot of something that will remind everyone of the prof i told nikki that this seemed really cruel to my mum, who already feels cast aside and like she's an exile from nikki and that's without the constant permanent reminder nikki kind of scoffed and said i can't believe you think you have the right to tell me not to do this she called me a jerk and hung up and is still not talking to me except for a very brief text saying congrats for a promotion i just got my parents aren't commenting My dad said I should have just kept quiet, even though he agrees. And my mum made no comment, but seemed grateful that I stood up for her. I feel like I was just being protective of my mum, but am I the jerk? All right, I just had a look at the comments on Reddit for this one because, you know, I'm always interested to see what people on Reddit are saying before I give my opinion. And I think we differ slightly. A lot of the comments are saying that, OP, you are the jerk in this situation. And I get it. I really do. However, I think that's a little bit too strong to actually call you the jerk. I don't think you're in the wrong for this, really. I think in reality, you're just misunderstanding your sister's situation. Because from your perspective, I get it. You feel like your sister is favoring someone else and that's unfair on your mum, who you have a good relationship 
relationship and you don't quite understand it perhaps but in reality you have to understand that your sister and your mum do not have anywhere near the same sort of relationship that you and your mum have and in actuality your sister has been very lucky in her life to have someone come in and replace her mum for that role because her mum for whatever reason hasn't been able to do it nonetheless it's clear that this person played a massive role in your sister's life and getting a tattoo in that exact area the timing of when you heard that person had died yeah terrible but yeah a great thing to do and i definitely wouldn't say that she shouldn't do that look i get it from your perspective it's nice to stick up for your mum and you probably don't get it but from her point of view that is probably maybe even the most important person in her life that's gone and she wants to remember them am i the jerk for not giving my daughter her education fund money i am a 54 year old man and i have two children a 23 year old daughter and 21 year old son with my wife when the kids were young my parents set up education funds for both of them which was very generous my wife and i always expected our kids to attend college and then graduate school as we'd done i have a phd my wife has a master's because of this we decided not to use the funds for our kids undergrad degrees and didn't tell them about the money my daughter has always been more into the liberal arts while my son is more of a stem guy my wife and i worried about her ability to find a job but she insisted on studying music and film in college she was accepted to some top schools and chose to attend a rather expensive one but she had scholarships to cover almost all of her tuition everything else plus living expenses was her responsibility she lived in a very small apartment shared with friends in a not so nice area far from campus but she was fine and learned how to budget effectively after graduating she luckily found a job that doesn't pay extremely well but she enjoys and scrapped the idea of grad school my son decided to do engineering and he also expressed that he had no interest in grad school my wife and i were disappointed but accepted it since at this point he's already all set up with a very good job when he completes school since he did not receive as many scholarships as his sister we decided to use his education fund to cover his tuition and living expenses he was able to get a large and nice apartment of his own close to the school which is important since his classes are so demanding and he needs a comfortable space to work my daughter was confused and asked how he could afford this and he told her about the education fund she called us and asked why she didn't have one and we told her she did we just didn't use it because we hoped she would attend grad school she seemed hurt by this and asked if there was any way she could have the money now We explained that there would be a fee to simply withdraw the money for non-education uses and if we chose to do that it would belong to her grandparents so they could put it towards their own use she's been quiet and short when answering our texts and hasn't answered our calls at all since then i know that it seems unfair to her but it's not really her money in the first place and she's no longer in college plus her brother only received it for educational purposes and it wouldn't be right for her to just have it to spend now so am i the jerk Now, I think it's pretty obvious in this spot that yes, OP, you are. However, OP has given us a couple of updates, which we'll get to first before I give my overarching opinion. Update one. I understand the consensus is that my wife and I are the jerks. I texted my daughter to ask if she wanted us to withdraw the money for her and what she wanted to do. This was her response. I don't care. Maybe they can transfer it to their other grandchild, who is five, by the way, if the fee is seriously too much. I don't know about grad school. I haven't thought about it much recently. If I do apply, it wouldn't be for another couple years, and I hadn't been counting on having any financial help in the first place, so it really doesn't even matter. Thanks for asking, though. Update two. My wife and I are discussing our daughter's response and our next actions to resolve this situation. For context, my wife has always had a strained relationship with my daughter and did not approve of many of her life choices. She believes we should take our daughter's words at face value and assume she no longer wants the money. 
From some of the responses here, I fear that my daughter's response was out of resentment and I suggested taking out as much money as her brother was given so at least they received the same amount. Yes, that is the obvious thing to do here. She could use it responsibly towards rents, groceries, transportation, etc. or in some other way to further her career so it would still be for educational purposes in a sense. My wife, though, is standing firm in her opinion, and we will continue talking it through tomorrow. Many have asked about where my parents stand on this. At this point, they're not mentally aware enough to really participate in the discussion. They did know about our grad school stipulation, and they thought it was fine. They also knew that we took out some money for our son once we were certain he was not pursuing an advanced degree, and they were fine with that as well. They said it was our decision as parents what to do with our daughter's fund, and they would support whatever we decided for her. It wouldn't be useful to ask them what to do with it now But i've always said that whatever is unused will go back to their care I've tried to call my daughter with no luck, which is why I sent the text despite what many have said here I hope this does not end our relationship. Well, mate, unless you fix up pretty quickly There's a lot of danger that it might I just don't understand how it took you such a long time to arrive at that conclusion that yes You should have at least given your daughter the same amount as you gave your son I'll have to have a look back through it But from what I could kind of gauge the first time reading it It didn't even seem as if your son was fully using the money on education. He didn't go to grad school same as your daughter i don't really understand why there's a difference there okay looking back now fair enough you used it to cover his tuition but you also used it to cover his living expenses but you didn't use your daughter's education fund to cover her living expenses like off the rip that just doesn't seem fair to me i don't care if she's got scholarships for her tuition fees like she's clearly clever why would you punish that clever and hardworking, i must say you don't just get scholarships by being clever that's for sure imagine hearing that your parents could have financially helped you and then they just chose not to like that is brutal i'm sorry and yeah the more i think about it if you want to have any relationship ongoing with your daughter you need to at least just send her the money right now probably all of it and just send it to her and then hopefully she'll give you some form of forgiveness hey there it's michelle norris i'm host of a podcast called your mama's kitchen when i travel i'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when i'm not at home and one of the things i love to do when i am at home is entertain and airbnb allows me to do that when i was in california recently i rented a house that had a great kitchen and when we were sitting around the table we're all thinking we're in someone else's house someone could be in all of our homes as well if you have a home but you're not always at home you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host am i the jerk for posting the reasons that i excluded some people from my child-free wedding my sister got married last summer she had a very elegant and beautiful wedding and reception planned it was child free she sent gracious notes to everyone who sent their regrets and thanked them for understanding her desires for her wedding and respect them enough to rsvp in the negative she also invited them to a party later that summer at her home if they wanted to take pictures with her and her wedding party in their fancy clothes i thought it was well handled and classy several people didn't understand the meaning of child free and brought their kids anyway One screamed through the ceremony and the mum would not leave the chapel because she did not want to cause a fuss. There were no extra places for them at the reception, so their parents had to share their food with them. The worst was the kid that wanted a cupcake off the table the wedding cake was on. He lost control and tipped the wedding cake onto the floor. My dad saved it, but there was a handprint on the lowest tier and a lot of cupcakes hit the floor. All in all, it was four families that brought uninvited children. My wedding invitations just went out over Christmas. We're getting married in May. I know this is a long time, but we have a lot of out of town, country, and even continent guests we hope will come. We did not invite these four families to our wedding. 
We have a Facebook group for the wedding for people to share pictures and memories that we might put in the wedding video. They found out about the group and posted to my personal page about being excluded and asked why we're not having them. I messaged them privately and asked them to take down their posts and explain that my wedding was smaller and I wasn't having as many guests as my sister. They went public again and complained about me excluding them for no good reason. So I posted the receipts. I also posted a video my cousin sent me of the kid crying during the ceremony and the parents doing nothing. The video of the kid freaking out because he had to share trout for supper. The before and after pictures of the wedding cake table. And I also asked if they knew in advance that they were not supposed to bring their kids to the wedding. Then everyone started piling on. To them. I guess there was a lot of stuff I missed. Including one of them changing a kid on the table with the guest book because the closest bathroom didn't have a baby station. Now they're calling me a jerk for embarrassing them for having children and wanting to be part of family events. I said that they could not understand why rules were in place and that is why they were not invited. My uncle posted about how embarrassed he was that his daughter was one of these entitled jerks and offered to pay my sister for the cake that got wrecked. He'd been unable to attend and hadn't heard about the cake. So, am I the jerk? Absolutely not. Very simple one here. And to be honest, I'm kind of just getting a bit angry thinking about this. If your sister has gone through all that trouble to really politely say, look, guys, you're our good friends. We do not want your children here. It's my wedding. It's our day. I've made this decision. Yeah, it sucks for you because your kids can't be here. But I've made this decision on one of the most important days of my life. Do not bring your kids. And she said this in a lovely way. And then four different families bring their children. How angry would you be? Especially given the fact that they then seem to ruin the event. I mean, the handprint on the cake, the cupcakes on the floor. It just sounds devastating. It's a real shame. So I completely get why you did what you did. And and you do not want these people there. It's as simple as that. Ultimately, it's your wedding day. You decide who goes. And now for our final Am I the Jerk post of this episode. Am I the Jerk for telling her to get over herself? I got a dog two years ago, a corgi, and she's very much so my sidekick. I've been with my fiance for five years. My fiance does like the dog, but she is currently pregnant and experiencing massive migraines and has been snapping at everything. So every morning when I get up, I find my fiance already awake and at the table relaxing. As soon as I get out of bed, my dog goes nuts. It's like super energy where she's running sideways, barking up a storm, jumping from the bed to the floor a million times, causing the apartment to shake because it's old as anything, etc. And I'll just sit there and sing made up songs to her and just screw around with her. It's pretty noisy and I can be loud. It's just my way of interacting with my pets. I also have ADHD, so I'm fully aware that I can be ridiculously loud and sometimes I simply forget to tone it down. My fiance has complained about it a few times and I will absolutely try to tone it down for a while. But as screwed up as it sounds, the second she stops complaining and it's out of sight, out of mind, I start doing it again. If I catch myself, I apologize immediately, but sometimes I don't even catch myself doing it. So she's been getting up earlier than normal because she says she needs peace and quiet away from you and the dog because she can't hear herself think when we get up. And then she starts getting migraines and being overall annoyed. But now she's complaining because I can sense her not in the bed anymore, probably after 20 minutes of her being gone and her warmth no longer being there. And then I'm wide awake and the dog senses it and you know. So she's now getting angry because she thinks I'm purposely not letting her have space and purposely annoying her with my behaviors. I'm not, truly, but it seems like it, I guess. I've tried just laying in bed for a while so she can relax, but I get stir crazy. And I also don't feel like I should have to stay in bed so she can be alone when I live here too. But she flipped this morning. I felt her sneaking out of bed this morning at 5 a.m. and tiptoe out of the room. I watched her sit at the table with her book. Well, the dog saw me awake and immediately goes ballistic jumping on the bed, whining, barking, etc. She comes in and says, 
Will you guys calm down so I can have time to myself for once? I just side-eyed her because I'm getting annoyed at this point with her demands. She says, well, I tell her to get over herself. Just because she's pregnant doesn't mean I have to change who I am or change how the household works or change my dynamic with my dog. She immediately left after telling me to go screw myself and won't answer my calls. She's been gone for six hours. Well then, a very interesting one to end, I've got to say, because up until that last little point, I genuinely didn't think that you were necessarily being a massive jerk, OP. It felt to me more like just a kind of conflict of character, and I was questioning more whether you two should be together in the first place, which, when you have a baby on the way, is a pretty crazy thing to say, but but uh, yeah, that was the opinion that I was kind of leaning towards. But after seeing what you said at the end, you're definitely the jerk. Like, you just didn't need to say any of that. Are you joking? You wouldn't change how you are or how you live because of your pregnancy girlfriend wife whoever she is that is very selfish surely when somebody is pregnant you have to concede some things and probably yeah not be as crazy loud around them give them their time etc whatever they want really (laughs) it's a bit weird to say that but overall i would say the main thing is you guys just don't really seem that compatible you just seem completely different maybe it worked for you before and maybe it will work for you again in the future but you need to find some sort of resolution and definitely Give her the credit she deserves and favor her, especially during this time when she's pregnant. Like, are you nuts? Actually, to be honest, the more I think about it, the more that you really could do so much about this. Like, surely get up and then just leave the house. Go on a very long walk with your dog. Like, if you really cared and you were less selfish, you would find so many ways to get around this. And you could find a very easy solution to come to, which would enable your girlfriend, your wife to to have the time to herself and you to go and be loud and be crazy and your dog to go and you know exercise surely that's the solution train your dog go on a dog walk i don't know anyway guys that is gonna do it for this one let me know your thoughts on my thoughts because that is super interesting in fact there was an episode the other day i can't remember what happened right now but you guys can let me know in the comments because you'll probably remember where you all just told me i was completely wrong about one of my opinions on one of these stories and i was and that's okay you know because we can learn from this together you can tell me when i'm in the wrong and i can tell you when you're right about me being in the wrong like i just did uh so you know i'm not always gonna be right about these sort of things it is my opinion but what i will say is that when you're doing this in front of the camera with a light on and you know that you know people are listening it is harder than just doing it myself and thinking about it logically whilst i'm watching the video or listening to myself speak if that makes sense so give me a little bit of slack but yeah overall let me know do you agree do you disagree with me very interesting stuff Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.